Hello and welcome to uh, Cartoon Lunch. This is the second part of my interview with Dan Pavenmeyer. Uh, in the first part, he explained Dan explained how he started in animation and what he was doing before, um, all the way to him working, doing a few boards, a few storyboards, uh, and writing on SpongeBob. Now he's going to tell us what happened after that and how he finally sold uh, the show Phineas and Ferb to Disney. Him and Swampy, Jeff Swampy Marsh. Um, that that took actually an amazing, amazingly long time. It took 13 years, I think, between the first pitch to when it was finally on the air or picked up by Disney. So he's going to tell us a story about that and and in all the details of the pitch. I mean, it's amazing work uh, he was doing there. So I hope you enjoy. And um, this is Dan Pavenmeyer. So you got the call from Disney to do the pilot, to work on the for pilot Phineas. for Phineas while you were in Family on Family, on family Guy. On so family. how did that, I mean... Um, well, I... Someone from the development, right, who found the was, old files? It was Megan Cole. And actually, we've, I found out later it was actually Sarah Goldberg, mm. who is uh, who's now Sarah Sherman. And uh, uh, she had to change her name because, you know, legal problems. No, no, she got married. And uh, and she was Megan's assistant at the time, and she had always liked that pitch. So she pulled it out of the f- file when Megan said, Hey, what... Uh, How long after the pitch was that? What, uh, this was like a year. Oh, just a year. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And uh, she was like, Was there anything with boys that we really liked? And she was like, I thought, you know, we both really liked this. And pulled it out, and she's like, Oh, perfect, I'll call him and, and, uh, and set that up. And uh, so I had to call Swampy... In uh, the UK, and tell he him. He told me he had bought a house and everything. He yeah, he bought a there. house. He was all set there, and I was like, "Hey, I may have just sold Phineas and Ferb to Disney. Uh, they want to at least do a pilot." And he's like, uh, uh, "And I said, if if we get a show, are you going to come back here and work with me?" And he's like, "That sound you hear is me packing." <laughs> and, I, and I said, "Don't, no, not yet. Let's let's get a show first, but let's uh, let's do this pilot." So he came and we wrote uh, some. He came over for like a week and we spent a co- several days of it writing um, story ideas and, and fleshing out the show a little bit. And uh, and then he went back to, to England and they ordered one of them to, to go to pilot. And we said, we just want to do a storyboard. We don't want to do a script. Yeah. You can pay us for a script, but we're going to give yeah. you a storyboard because that's how we write. Mm-hmm. And um, and w- then I had a vacation planned with well I my my mother in law had planned a vacation for all of our family to you know like I have this big Venezuelan family yeah. there's like twenty of us uh-huh. and we <laughs> occasionally do a big vacation together and so we I was in the south of France in this beautiful place and we would go out and see the sights and come back to the the villa that she was renting. And we would have dinner, and then everybody would go to sleep around 9 or 10. And I would get the storyboards out, and I would start drawing at 10 o'clock at night. And I would draw straight through till 5 in the morning. And then I would go to sleep, and I'd wake up with 10 with everybody and go out and do no. this like this. And we did that for, for two weeks, and I had a finished storyboard for, yeah. the, for, the, um, for the roller coaster episode. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd, uh, uh, I'd, you know, written all the dialogue and all this sort of stuff. And then, uh, uh, and come up with, you know, like a lot of the catchphrases came out of those yeah. late, late nights. And, uh, and huh. then I went, uh, 
on the way back, we went to England where Swampy was living, mm-hmm. and Swampy and I just put it out on his table for a day, and uh, and just put post-its on it, and just rewrote and punched it up, mm-hmm. and made sure everything was working. And then I took it back to to Disney and pitched it to them instead of just handing them a storyboard. I said, I want to I want to pitch it out loud to you guys, like an animatic, like we did on the um, show. Or something no, like, no, no, just just uh, just. Uh, oh, just, just a board on the screen. Yeah, ju- yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just a board yeah. on the screen. It wasn't even Storyboard Pro or anything. Yet. Yeah, it was yeah. literally uh, PowerPoint. They just uh-huh. put it, you know, scanned it all in, yeah. frame by frame, and I just went through and and did voices for them yeah. and stuff like that. And it and uh, I first, first pitched it to Barry Blumberg, who was the head of the mm-hmm. uh, uh, TV, TV animation yeah. at the time, and he said at the end, it, like. It got laughs all the places it was supposed to get laughs, which was great. Yeah. It was, you know, and even even from him, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a room full of executives and they were all laughing, and because um, I'm pretty good in front of an audience, and uh, and Barry said, you know, Dan, that was really great, but would you consider changing the character designs to be more attractive? You know, and I was like, no. And he was like, oh, and everybody sort of like yeah. like took it back and I said, I'll tell you why. Uh, because people are going to fall in love with these characters are not based on what they do and how they talk and who they are. Um, and, uh, and in the long run, it'll be a much more successful series if they don't look at all like anything you have on your yeah. channel. Like the further they look from anything that people have seen before, because yeah. Finney's got a triangle head. Nobody ever mm-hmm. done that before. That's part of why I liked that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll have a much longer life if it looks like something new. And he was like, "Okay, well, but the executives at Disney Channel really don't like these edgy designs. We've had a real hard time with the edgy designs." And uh, but they had all laughed all the way through. It was right. like one of the best pitches I've ever. Hard to say no when you laugh. Yeah, and and everybody went back to the to the channel yeah. building, and it filtered through all of that very quickly. That oh, there's this great yeah. pitch yeah. that Dan Pavenmeyer did. Um, you the so the so the heads of the channel, uh, Adam Bonnet and Gary Marsh, wanted to see the pitch because they'd heard how much fun it was. So I went back and pitched to them. They're the executives that he was talking about. We're not going to like it. Oh yeah, yeah. They laughed all the way, like 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 literally slapping their knees in in, di- in different parts, and just loved it. And at the end, I said, "Well, you know, because Barry Barry thought that you guys might not like the the, the 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 edginess of the design. Is that a problem for, for you at all?" And he said, "No, we would love to have this on our channel." And, uh, and so I so, so I was like, okay, good. Yeah. This is what they look like. And uh, and then uh, Megan Cole said, we have to send something to Disney UK. Uh, we have to send them either you know like, like something because they're part of the dis- of the decision making process. Yeah. So what should we send them? Should we send them a storyboard? Should we write up a script at this point? What would you rather send them? And I said, well, neither is going to have the effect that it would of me pitching it. Yeah. And I've sort of got the pitching of it yeah. down down pat here. I've done it. Uh, uh, I've done it twice. I actually did it three times because I did it to a group of writers that I brought in to help punch it up once we got back mm-hmm. to LA. And uh, and I said, tell you what, um, I've got an editing program at home. 
let's go into the the recording booth because there's a recording booth downstairs here, and I will take a laptop in with with the pitch on you know with the mm-hmm. storyboard on it, and I'll pitch it as though I'm pitching it to a room full of people, but we'll just record my yeah. voice. Then I'll take those files and put them into an editing program, and I'll edit it all together so they'll get to get the feel of a pitch uh-huh. rather than having to sit and read the storyboard. Yeah. And um, and that was something, I, as far as I can tell, no one else has ever done before. Mm-hmm. I think that was the first time that had happened. As, and it was the best selling tool in the, in, in the world. That weekend, I cut it all together. I put a little bit of sound effects in, a little bit of music, you know, that I'd yeah. you know, stolen from... Where, you know, to make it little, like uh, fun, even yeah. You know, just 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 to sell the points, mm-hmm. and we sent that to Disney UK. Uh, you know, it had like like Incredibles music in it. You know, like everything <laughs> I stole, I stole from Disney. Yeah. So 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 that it would uh, you know like they knew it wasn't yeah. the, the the finished product, and uh, and I uh, uh, and I'd done this little theme song for it, and and. Uh, and stuff that uh, that I had a recording of the of the music because I'd written it for something else and we had completely mm-hmm. um, uh, finished the music on it and uh, and we sent that and it's just uh, some people still say that they feel like that has that's a more enjoyable experience watching that than even the finished product because it has this coolness of seeing something that's not done yet, but it still feels like you're watching that show. Mm-hmm. Be- but it's my voice doing all the voices, and me describing stuff that's going on on screen. Uh, you know, a lot of time I would mm-hmm. leave that in, even if you could tell what was going on, yeah. as long as I had the room for it. As long as it didn't slow it down for yeah. me to say what was going on, I left it in because it has this extra level of, of someone telling you a story they're really excited mm-hmm. about telling you. And uh, and that is why I think Phineas and Ferb got sold. That videotape, it was a VHS mm-hmm. at the time, got dubbed and sent to, and just handed to from people to people. You know, like every time I met somebody from from the channel anywhere, from anywhere in Disney, during the the ramp up to Phineas, they would say, "Oh my God, I loved your pitch reel so much. I've watched it ten times with my kids, or something like this." And you know, like they'd have get like a third generation of it, and yeah. they would take it home, and their kids would fall in love with it. And I was like, "Oh, maybe the show's going to be successful because yeah. everybody seems to seems to love it." But the the great part is that they all knew what the show was going to be like because they had watched this pitch reel, and, uh-huh. and, and it it gave them a better feeling for 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 what a show's going to mm-hmm. be than anything else. Yeah, you know. So that's why we did the show the way we did. Like, you know, we pitched in a big room. Yes, and that's basically exactly. producing that. Yes, exactly. And, and we had to get them used there. to it. And if you remember, they they loved the, the, the first one, and they loved the story ideas we had, but they didn't know whether we could do it again, with, you know, with other mm-hmm. people. It yeah. was like, is this just something that Dan and Swampy can do yeah. that nobody else can? So we hired you and uh, Sherm. And Sherm and we did those, and we did, what was it? It was, uh, uh, was it Flop Stars? Flop Stars and, and Finney, the one with and the cars. And the one with the cars. Or, yeah. maybe, or maybe it was, yeah, we, well, we did two mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Flop Stars and Fast and the Phineas, mm-hmm. uh, where it was just the four of us. And we did those and then pitched those to them. 
so that they could see that it was not lightning yeah. in the bottle. Can, it was something that could be replicated. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was when we finally got the green light, uh-huh. is after doing that. Uh-huh. So they, you know, they gave us enough money to hire two storyboard artists. Huh. And, uh, and, and I've got a picture from that, from that time where, where, you know, like the pizza box is yes, open on the, on the table. Yes. We're all just like exhausted. I'll post that picture. It's, funny, it's, yeah. uh, it's very funny. Late night with a pizza. Yeah, room. very late night. And that was, that was before, that was before everybody had cell phones with cameras on them. Mm-hmm. You know, now yeah. stuff gets much more documented. I'm the, the, the wonder. The time. Yeah. I yeah. took some picture. I took pictures of the. I never took many pictures of Rocco. I have. Uh, yeah. But I because I used to film everything. Yes. So now I have to transfer these films. Yes. But now I'm taking pictures again. There's a so good place to do film transfers. Yeah, you were telling me. If, yeah. if, if you want, over in Pasadena, mm-hmm. I'll, give, I'll give you the, yeah, yeah. the number. The, the, so how was it for you to when you got back to with Swampy? Yeah. It was great to work with Swampy yeah. again. And how was the experience of the show? I got. It was it at was least eight years just to show, right? It was, movies and stuff. Yeah, we worked on it for about ten, uh, ten years, uh, from two thousand five to two thousand twelve before we did the, the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, it was it was great, and it was exhausting yeah. because because I threw myself into it in a way that I wasn't. Um, um, I wasn't doing anything else really, <laughs> other than yeah. the, than the show twenty four hours, mm-hmm. and I had a newborn at home, so I was only getting to see her. I was I was coming home at eleven or twelve every night, so I was only getting to see her at the four a.m. feeding and the mm-hmm. seven a.m. feeding, and so I just took those feedings. I was yeah. like, she's getting a bottle. Then yeah. you know, if you want to pump, that's fine. But uh, you know, like, uh, and my wife was great about it because she just wanted to sleep. And so, you know, so I took those two feedings. So I was coming home at like, you know, 11.30 or midnight every night. And then I would be up at 4 a.m. and get, get some time with the baby. And then up at 7 a.m., get some time with the baby and then hand it off to her and then go to work. And then she would bring the baby in for lunch. Mm-hmm. So that was about the only times during the week I was seeing my yeah. daughter. And then on the weekend, I would spend as much time as I could with her. But every moment that I had free... I was still doing more work yeah, on the show still, yeah. because I fi- figured it's like it's so hard to get your own show. That's something mm-hmm. that everybody in Hollywood would wants to do. So every time that happens, it's like a little miracle because mm-hmm. so many people are trying to do, to do it. And I was like, I didn't want the show to um, to not succeed because I wasn't trying hard mm-hmm. enough. And I I told Clarissa something first season. I said, uh, I, I said, I feel like I could work. I could leave work at six, and make a show that was good enough to just get a second mm-hmm. season. But I had worked on The Simpsons, and I'd worked at SpongeBob, and I'd worked on shows that had t- changed the demographic of the channel they were on. You know, the the the, the that's uh, uh, like I remember when they wrote articles about how SpongeBob. Changed the demographic of Nickelodeon mm-hmm. that adults were now looking, you know, uh, watching the uh, watching the show, and, the, and older kids were watch, uh, watching the show. And I felt like I want to shoot for that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to shoot for getting a second season. Yeah, I want to shoot for here, mm-hmm. and then if I miss, I'll get a second season. You, you, you mm-hmm. know, it's, it's, it's like 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 if I shoot for this, then I won't have failed for mm-hmm. lack of trying. And so I wanted to make everything as absolutely funny 
and million jokes a minute and and make the timing work and make everything and the songs and all that sort of stuff. I wanted that to all to be as as you know like me turned up to mm-hmm. eleven as much as as possible. And uh, and then we came out and it was it was it was this immediate hit, which was great, you know, but. I didn't realize it was happening until I was I was driving to work one day and I'm solving and I felt like my brow was always beetled. I was always always working. I was always trying to make mm-hmm. ma- make something better on the show and I was always thinking about the show and working re- re- rewriting songs in the car and the, you know and, yeah, and, yeah. and stuff. And uh, and I'm wor- driving to work and I'm like and I realized how beetled my brow was. And I was like, and I and I thought about Swampy, and I thought like, like, you know, every time I see Swamp, Swampy lately, he's smiling and he's just having a great time. And I was like, and why shouldn't he? He's like, he's got a big hit show on the air. And I suddenly said, oh my god, I've got a big hit show on the air. And I realized at that moment that that I realized two things. I realized. That I had already read articles. We'd been on the air six months. Mm-hmm. I'd already read articles about how drastically Phineas and Ferb had changed the demographic of Disney Channel. It used to be a girls between six and eleven, and suddenly boys of uh, of, of several different ages are, are watching it. Teenagers are watching it. Mm-hmm. Adults are watching it. These are all people who weren't even watching Disney Channel at the time. And these articles had already been printed about how I had already done. My high water mark of what I was was what I was aiming at. It was already being called a hit show. It was already, it already changed the demographic of the mm-hmm. of, of the channel, and I wasn't. I was so busy making the show that I didn't. I didn't realize that it yeah. all happened, and I was like, "Oh man, I better, I better enjoy this because this is this should be the best time of yeah. my life." And I and I realized that somebody from Disney. From some other part of Disney, from some part of Disney that I did not regularly interact with, had sought me out almost every day for the last two weeks just to thank me for putting Phineas and Ferb together. And to thank me because, and they'd say the same thing every time they'd say, say, this is the one show that I can watch with my kids. Or this is the one show that my nine-year-old, my 14-year-old, my wife and my and myself will all watch mm-hmm. together. So it brings us together as a family. And I heard that same thing over and over again. And I realized, oh, my God, I like everything I've been working for 20-some years in the industry has come true already. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't even paying attention. And when I realized that, I, I just started laughing and crying in my car. I'm like crying in the car and I'm I'm like crying a little bit just thinking about it now. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and I'm and I'm like 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 it's just this big cathartic like mm-hmm. oh my god my all of my dreams have come true. And I almost missed it. Yeah. Thing. And it feels great. I'm laughing, and I'm just like, you know, and I'm, I hope nobody sees me because I look like I'm having a psychotic <laughs> break. My face is red. There's tears going down. Like, and, I'm, and I'm laughing by myself in the car. And I get down to – but the problem is, is I'm pulling off the freeway. I'm getting to work. Yeah. And I'm still laughing and crying in the car. And I get down to, and I park in my parking space, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to – all right, here we go. We gotta like. I don't want to go in and be the crying showrunner of uh, of of, uh, of uh, Frank G. Wells. And I and I uh, 
and I, you know, I luckily I had some Kleenex in the car, and I was like, okay, just sort of waited there until my face got less red, and I was like, okay, good, I can do it. Okay, I'm just not going to think about it, and I'm going to go inside. And I get in the elevator, and uh, and Julie Loud, you know Julie? No. She was an uh, editor on, Spo- on SpongeBob, I think. Mm-hmm. Somebody that I know, but I've never really spoken yeah. to. I know who yeah, she yeah. is. She, I'm sure she knows who I am. And she gets into the elevator with some other people, gets up to the first floor. Everybody else gets off. The door's closed. And Julie, who's never spoken yeah. to me before, <laughs> like we've never had a conversation, leads over to me and she says, I just want to thank you for Phineas and Ferb. It's the only show that me and my son can watch together. And I went, you're welcome. That's nice. (laughs) I was like, please, God, don't let me cry in front of this woman I've never met. (laughs) The door opens and I get out and I go to my office and I I, I have another good emotional moment. But but that was when I realized that the show was a success. Mm. That's when I realized... Oh, everything's worked. Yeah, everything worked. That, that that was when all of that extra hours I put in, put in, like okay, so now that's justified. That's something I've created something that will last. Did you finally realize you were okay not writing horror movies? Yes, exactly. You had made yeah, the right decision. Exactly. There, there, there's something else for me to do. <laughs> yeah. In this all world. these years. So, yeah. So Phineas lasted for until well, I left the show in twelve. But the show it was itself was on. It was still going like on one more season, or something. No, right? we, I think you were there past 2012, or I, I think it went on to 20. Oh, it, oh no! It kept it airing until 2016. Oh, it aired forever. Yeah, yeah. It's because we were we were a year and a half ahead. Okay. Uh, of the thing, so we did like another season. You I did think, another after season you, yeah. after you guys left. Yeah, yeah. And we were like a year and a half ahead, and Disney had started to to. You know, they just kept picking up new seasons with mm-hmm. no layoff because yeah. the show was such a big hit. And they, um, and I remember uh, they had started cool off on it, and we were like, "We're not going to pick up a new one until we've aired these, like a year and a half from now." Because they they said, "Well, we've had this big merchandise wave, but the wave has sort of depla- started to plateau." Uh-huh. And we think that now it's sort of diminishing returns. Like, how much are we making versus, you know, like if we stop right now, all of this is gravy. It's, yeah. But if we continue to put money into the show, mm-hmm. we don't know how, how what a big hit it's going to be two and a half years mm-hmm. from now, and we're when we're done airing these, or a year and a half from now when we're done airing these, we want to wait until these air before we pick mm-hmm. up another season. And and Swampy and I said, well, we don't want to have to re cast the crew we don't want yeah. to have you know like like people who can write and draw are very mm-hmm. few and far between we've lost people to other shows mm-hmm. already you know and it's hard to to, to fill those mm-hmm. spaces and it ends up being more work for us because we have to rewrite or yeah. redraw and uh what we would like to do instead we were doing these five hour long specials let us make one of them the final episode Mm-hmm. Uh, let us do a finale. Let us, you know, it's all t- takes place in this summer. Let us do the final, the the last day of of summer. And they were like, "Really?" And I was like, "Yeah." And they were like, "Um, okay." Well, but to then, them, that means they could never pick up more. Yeah. Well, what they did say is they said, "Okay." They they had a bunch of meetings and they said, "Okay, what you can do that as long as you do not kill off any characters <laughs> and make them move away." <laughs> or make it in any way a, a thing that we can't do more yeah. of at some point in the future. We said, okay. So we got to do the, the, the finale because mm-hmm. 
because of that. But it was it was like ten years of my life yeah. working on that show. Plus the movie. We were doing the movie at the same um, time, or the the first movie yeah made was made during like third season. Mm-hmm. It was like two two seasons that we did the uh, Disney Channel original movie. So then you had another show. Did you take a break from before Milo? We went straight from. Uh, doing a movie from Phineas to Milo mm-hmm. and I tried to di- I pitched them a couple different ideas and they were all sort of lukewarm on on all of them mm-hmm. and then Swampy and I came up with Milo and I just immediately was like oh I'm just going to board it I'm just going to start boarding yeah. the cold open I know how this is going to start uh-huh. so I boarded the, the cold open and made an animatic for it and pitched them that just like yeah, I did with Phineas, Phineas and yeah. Ferb. <laughs> I was like, this is why they haven't really responded to anything, because they just see yeah. pictures up on a, a board, and they say, okay, these are how these characters all relate, but they don't see the humor mm-hmm. of it. So I I did the same magic trick with the, mm-hmm. with the animatic and, and pitched that to them. And uh, and then they were like, "Oh, we really like this. Let's make a pilot." We made the pilot. So you didn't pitch drawings at all. You just went straight for. I just showed them an animatic uh, of the, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. whole opening through the song. I did a song, uh-huh. and uh, and I and I showed it to them, and they were like, "Okay, let's make a let's make a pilot from this." And they tested the pilot, but this was like towards the very end of my contract. And they tested the, the pilot, and everybody told me the testing went really well. The kids were laughing all the way through. It lo- lo- looked like a, a home run. And then uh, Eric Coleman, who was the head of the channel at the time, called and said, uh, said hey, um, the testing all looks really well, but we need a, like another week or so to, you know, we need two weeks to collate all the data and get, you know, the final, you know, uh, the, the, the final testing mm-hmm. debrief. Uh, done. Can you give us more two two more weeks? I know your last day of your contract mm-hmm. is April first. Or, or you know, and uh, and I said, uh, well, no, because I didn't know whether I was going to be working on April second. Yeah. So I've got a feature set up over at Warner Brothers that'll start on April second. If I'm not working here on April second, yeah. it's contingent. You know, you're in first position. Yeah. But but if you but you know. I don't, you know, I, I'm not putting myself in a position where I don't know mm-hmm. where, if I'm working or not. I'm setting stuff mm-hmm. up if I see something coming to, coming to the end. He's like, what, really? And I say, yeah. I'm, uh, uh, that's, that's how, you know, I don't ever want to not be working. Yeah. And uh, and he was like, oh, um, okay. And then they called back and said, okay, well, we're just going to pick up the show. So, <laughs> so it was literally sort of like... Like oh we're gonna we're gonna lose Dan if it's not the first time I hear that from people. Yeah. You gotta push. I remember that on Rockwell. I forgot yeah. who someone was doing. Uh, I forgot who it was now. And and uh, someone was doing uh, cleanup. Yeah. And they wanted to do boards. And right. People were like yeah, and they're like, well, I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Because I really want to do boards. Right. Yeah. And you got to do boards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. it, it, you, you always do, need you know. like not a threat, yeah. but just. Well, be ready to just say no. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, it, it was uh, it was a good bargaining technique, yeah. <laughs> but you know it's like they wouldn't have been in that position if they had picked up, you know, like if they hadn't gone eh, about the other shows, yeah. which was literally because I didn't do 
the animatic for them. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's like if I'd done the animatic for either of those other shows. So now you can do the animatics for these other yeah, shows. Yeah, so like the, the new pi- the, uh, <laughs> I'm pitching a new show right now, and I'm doing a little animatic <laughs> of the opening for oh. it. So uh, I'll show it to you later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 really, it's really fun. Okay. But, uh, um, you know, but I, I think that's the best way to sell something because, because it takes away the... Um, the idea of well, okay, the, you know, like like how is this going to be executed? Mm-hmm. Uh, how how is uh, you know because then they can see how it's going to be executed. That was the thing with the the Phineas pitch reel is is this seems like an you know like an okay idea for a show. It's a little complicated. Mm-hmm. How are they going to pull that off? Yeah. How you know what what like. Ferb doesn't really talk. What what's that going to be like? Uh, Perry uh, the platypus doesn't really talk. Yeah. What's that going to be like? But when you see it all moving, you realize, oh, this is the show. Mm. This is how the show works. And I think that that's that's invaluable. That's something that mm. that, that you get to really um, uh, show people. You know, like oh, this is his comic timing. I yes. think that's what it does more than anything. Is is like oh, it's going to be funny. I can tell. Because this is funny, mm-hmm. you know. I think that, that that's what what it, it helps there. Right. So is Milo still? Milo had two seasons. Right? Milo had two seasons. They've never said full on they're not doing more, mm-hmm. but the, but we start doing a, a Phineas and Ferb movie yeah. uh, there. I don't imagine they're doing more, but mm-hmm. but it was on. It was it was it came out at the, in the unfortunate time when Disney had. Moved all of its um, cartoons onto Disney XD, which is their mm-hmm. like bastard stepchild network <laughs> that nobody even knows mm-hmm. where it is. It's like not only does not every cable station get it, um, it's not where the other kids' shows are on any. Like everybody I've talked to who has different cable yeah, it's not providers, it's like it's it's Nickelodeon, <laughs> Disney Channel. Yeah. Cartoon Network, Nick Kids, uh, uh, D- uh, Disney Two, uh, or, or D- Dis- whatever the Disney Kids, yeah, yeah, uh, D- uh, Disney Junior, but Disney yeah. Junior, it's got all that stuff right here, right next to each other, so you can just go up and down uh-huh. with the up and down buttons, which is how kids watch TV, up and down, yeah. up and down. They're not putting in three thirty-two, <laughs> but it's like three thirty-two, three thirty-three, three thirty-four, three thirty-five, and then XD would be fourteen oh six. Or something like that. It's like, well, if you knew about it and you really wanted to see those shows, you could. But it was like, you know, and I told them, it's like, it's never going to get the numbers that Phineas yeah. did if we're on XD. And it's like, oh, no, we, we know. Um, and uh, so there were a bunch of shows that came out during that time that sort of just ended up losing. Mm-hmm. You know, Wander Over Yonder was a victim of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Milo Murphy was a victim of that. The, 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 you know, and, uh, and when they finally put Milo's second season on Disney Channel... By the time it stopped, it was beating all the other shows in that mm. in, the, in that time block. So, um, so I think it, it might find an an, uh, an audience on, uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah. If it does, that would be great. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I, I love the show. I think it's every bit as good as Phineas in mm. a whole bunch of ways. It doesn't have a platypus in it. That's you know. Well, then it's not as good. I, I think that's that's <laughs> what that's what it doesn't have. Yeah. Is it doesn't yeah. have a platypus. But it ha- what it does have that Phineas well, never Third had season, is first episode, they buy a platypus. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, the the good thing is that that it has a big arc. The whole first season is one big arc culminating in 
uh, in a big reveal at the, at the end. It's going to be really fun for people on on uh, Disney Plus because I it's something that's a really yeah. a good bingeable uh-huh. show. Whereas Phineas, you can watch any episode uh-huh. in or out of order, and it doesn't really matter. It's all sort yeah. of you know this 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 loop. You know, it always resets back to zero at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's there's characters that grow through the course of the thing, but it's not enough that it's going to confuse you to watch them out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, but Milo really works as one big piece. Mm-hmm. I think you can still watch an episode, but, you know, without being too confused. Yeah. Uh, the, and there's a lot of episodes that stand on their own, but uh, but there is a, there, there's a big story that's, uh, that's, that's good, taking yeah. place throughout it. So we might see more. Yeah. And what's next? Can well, you talk about doing, anything you can talk about? Or the only thing I can really yeah. talk about that's, that's not out yet, be, just because it's been announced, is we're doing a, a Phineas and Ferb feature for the, uh, for the Disney Plus oh, site. Oh, I see. And yeah. they gave us enough time and enough money to actually make it mm-hmm. really good. And, uh, you know, like, I, I, I think it's one of the best things that I've, I've done. So you've written so already? We've written, written it. We've yeah. done the animatic. Oh, we've, wow. uh, it's It's being in-betweened overseas oh. right now, and I'm making notes on... You know, all, all this morning I was making yeah, notes yeah, yeah. on uh, on scenes that they sent us, and uh, it's uh, it'll come back in color soonish. You know, the next couple months, and then we'll be, you know, right now it's sort of like the lull before the storm, and mm-hmm. I'm getting to work on on other stuff like a, like a, mm-hmm. like new pitches and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, but then we'll be. In serious editing mode for yeah. the beginning of the year. And when is that for? Um, sometime next year. Yeah. My guess is summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, they haven't given us a a, 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 a firm date yeah. yet, but but there's been talk of summer because uh, uh, because it's, uh, it's you know, that's what we say. Yeah. Like, you should release it in summer because the show's set in summer. Yeah. So so mm-hmm. that you know we'll be ready by that yeah. time. So yeah. so so we'll see. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I I I never know any of this stuff till till everybody else knows uh-huh. it, as far as scheduling and programming and stuff like that. So. Well, that's great. Yeah, so well, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I, I I can't wait for it. Well, thank you so much. Sure. For sharing your life, well, everything you've done. Thanks for coming over and hanging out. This is it for Mr. Dan, my uh, interview with Dan Povenmire. As usual, please join us on the on the website, our cartoonlunch.com, where you can listen to the podcast and all the other episodes are on there. Um, also, a little videos because I filmed these interviews and I, I cut them up in little videos that I put on the pod, on the uh, on the website, cartoonlunch.com, and also pictures and links. You know, pictures of us working together, all the guests on the show are all people I know. Um, So thank you for listening to this, and I hope you'll join us for the next episode. Thanks.